Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Guys, I have an incredible young up-and-coming superstar singer-songwriter with us today. Savannah Ray, say hello to everyone. Hi, y'all. How y'all doing? I love that, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the text is coming out of me. There you go, baby. So you're only 22 years old. Right? Yes, that and is correct. <laughs> your voice is off the charts. Oh, thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I've got Babalu in the chat room. I want to give him a shout out because he's my he's my sound guy. He's always front and center seat. He's amazing and he says we sound great. So thank you, okay, Babalu. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> thank you. So, you know, before I play your first song, tell everyone a little bit about Savannah. Sure. So, like I said before, my name is Savannah Ray. I'm 22 years old. I'm from San Antonio, Texas, a little town actually outside of it called Bernie, Texas. And I've been doing music for quite some time now. Um, I started music professionally when I was around 12 years old, and I've been doing everything from rock to pop to alternative, and now, you know, sticking to my country roots, which you can probably tell from my voice, that's pretty much, you know, <laughs> who I am. But, um, yeah, I've kind of just been going around doing a, a whole lot of cool things, opening up for people, you know, like Jason Aldean. I used to be a backup singer for Demi Lovato, played stages like The Voice and the American Music Awards, and I've been touring in and around the U.S. as much as I possibly can. So you've done an awful lot for your age. You know that. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I hope so. Oh my goodness. I think your your bio is actually awesome. Um, and again, your voice is unbelievable. We're going to talk a little bit more about what's going on in your life and your bio, but let's play. I want to play the first song. Um, and then, then we're going to talk about this. Okay. Um, here's a surprise to everyone. This is Savannah Ray and she wrote these songs and sings them incredibly. Here we go.
beautiful. So tell us about this. So you wrote this song also. Yeah, I wrote this song with uh, Britton Cameron and Jesse Isley and actually country music legend Pam Tillis. That is so cool. What? Yeah, thank you. It was such a, such a joy to be able to work with, you know, people that have just written so many incredible songs. And, you know, of course, Pam, whose resume kind of speaks for herself. But it was it was such a blessing to be able to do that. So let me ask you something. You know, everyone can easily say someone else is incredible. Their voice is incredible. You know, they're the best actor, the best actress, whatever it is, right? Artist, writer. What do you think about yourself? I mean, I think that I do, you know, my job to the best of my ability. I always give 120% no matter what. And I think that it's a little subjective, you know, it's up to other people whether or not they view me as incredible. But I think I think I do a decent job, you know. And like I said, I, I just try my best every single day. When you listen to your songs back, do you critique a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst at it. I'm, I'm such a perfectionist. Like, I hear every single thing. And if it's not, you know, what I deemed as perfect, I will be like, let's change it. Let's redo it. You know, so I, I really actually had to learn how to not do that. My parents have been like, okay, y'all, like, you know, she's like, okay, shut it down, Savannah. It's time. It's time. And so I've really had to learn how to not do that. So, and, and I asked because you're young and I've asked, like, legends from back in the day who are 80 years old and they say the same thing throughout their entire career they critique 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 and I giggle because I say we don't hear what you hear we hear right, yeah, yeah 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 that's definitely something that my mom has told me she's like I'm you know she's a she's a music you know lover and whatnot but she's you know listening as a listener and she's like I don't hear the things that you hear and I'm like no but this and this and this and um so I've definitely had to learn to take it easy on myself and to know okay it's it's time you know if it's not incredibly perfect to the Savannah standard it's still decently there you know so I've I've really had to work on that I think because we only hear if it's good or if it's not that's it right you know exactly and uh it's just so funny um, but I understand. I mean, you want it to be perfect. That's what you do. And I get that. But I'm giving you a compliment because to us it is. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I think it's also, you know, us as artists, we're so close to it and we hear it all the time, every day, you know, 24 seven, if we're cutting a song. So it's like every little tiny inflection, we're like, Hmm, that wasn't right. You know, sort of thing. So it makes sense. It makes sense. But you know, you gotta, gotta push past that, I guess. So give a give a shout out to Paula Ann first of all. Yeah, a big shout out to Paula Ann and Ablaze Entertainment for setting you know you and I up and just being some great champions for me and uh, getting my foot in the door through many places. So she's amazing. Hello to Paula. So hi, hi. <laughs> I love your accent. Um, oh, thank you, thank you. Tell everyone about your relationship with Michael Morales. Sure. Um, Michael Morales is a Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter. Um, he had a great hit in the 80s called Who You Give Your Love To. He's actually from San Antonio, and one of the reasons that I really kind of was cemented in music, and that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, um, I actually joined this group called Rockstar Academy, and it was just me and a bunch of, you know, 12, 13, 14 some things just kind of getting together and jamming and he was the kind of instigator of that and helped us you know usher us through and give some advice and help me learn guitar and help me learn the very first stages of my vocals and everything and so that was such a blessing to be able to do because that's when I really decided as soon as I got on stage for the first time at a concert I was like this is this is it this is what I want to do for the rest of my life very cool so I'm gonna play another song of yours soft place to land and then we're going to talk about this because again you wrote this as well
this song tell us about it what it means to you sure so i wrote this song with Britton cameron who's written with people like john party and dylan carmichael and him and i just work so well together um i always call this song my little happy accent if you've ever watched uh, (laughs) like bob ross or anything (laughs) um because i actually had a four-hour block to go into the studio and record um a completely different song right completely different and I think we took up maybe three hours. And so we had an hour left, you know, just to, we were writing, just kind of fiddling around and doing whatever. And we kind of came across this little hook. And within 45 minutes, the entire song was written. And we always call it our little happy accident. We just wanted to write something that kind of, kind of told a little bit about, you know, maybe I'm always on the road. I'm always on the go. I never really know where I'm going to be next. I never know what city I'm going to wake up in. Um, you know, thinking all these things in my thoughts, sometime I'm going to have to settle down. Sometime I'm going to have to pick a place to land. Uh, but when I do, I hope that it's, you know, a soft place to land. And that's kind of where the idea came from. That's pretty cool. I love the concept. That's adorable. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I really, <laughs> really absolutely love it. That's adorable. And, you know, um, everybody kind of needs a soft place to land, don't they? Right, right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so everyone can relate to it. Yeah, um, exactly, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about you. I mean, you made appearances on American Music Awards, NBC's The Voice. Tell us a little bit more. Boot Barn. Oh, you're a brand ambassador for Boot Barn, Country Outfitter, uh, Chuck Norris, Miranda Lambert's clothing. Tell us about this stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, I love, love, love being able to partner with companies, you know, such as those because they are, you know, worldwide companies. And I wear that stuff just regularly I Miranda Lambert's boots were some of the first pair of boots that I ever wore and she's one of my absolute idols I just love her and I love her music and to be able to represent a company you know her own company that 
I just, I love to be able to do that. I'm very blessed to be able to do that. Um, and so in return for her sending me a whole bunch of cool clothes, I always perform her songs on tour all the time. <laughs> I think that's a fair trade, right? Yes, I think it's a fair trade is right. <laughs> um, no, I'm so blessed to be able to do that. And, you know, companies like Seaforce Water, Chef Norris, I mean, who doesn't love Chef Norris? It's, it's such an incredible thing to be able to do. Um, so very, very blessed. So cool. I love it all. Um, so now tell us a little bit about the American Music American Music Awards a little more. How was that? Sure. And the voice. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> yeah, so I did the American Music Awards with Demi. Um, I was singing back up for her and it's so funny, you know, being on stages like that, you just think millions and millions of people are watching you, um, and just uh, even the people in the crowd, you know, A-listers, people that you see on the news all the time, people that you look up to, it's it's very intimidating, but it's it's such a fun experience, and I learned so much from that, you know, a production of that scale and that magnitude. There are so many different moving parts, and being behind stage and seeing all, you know, what's behind the curtain, it was, it was really cool to see all those moving pieces kind of come together, and see actually, you know, what what is everyone seeing on this tiny little two-by-two two screen in their you know, living room. So it was, it was really cool to be able to do that. And I learned so much. It was such an invaluable experience to me. So who did you love as far as musicians growing up? Well, being from Texas, it's pretty much in our blood. <laughs> I live right <laughs> down the street. I live right down the street from George Strait, and he is pretty much my number one all-time favorite artist. There's no one quite like George. So he will always be my number one but I listened to of course Miranda Lambert um I was really actually influenced by a lot of rock artists I listened to probably my favorites were Def Leppard and Motley Crue um so I I kind of take a lot of inspiration from them as well more recently I listened to a lot of Texas country music artists like Co Wetzel, Cody Johnson, Parker McCollum I really draw a lot of inspiration from Texas itself okay so are you friends with George do you have I mean do you guys hang out Oh, I wish. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I have never actually met George. But funny enough, my uh, mom used to be best friends with uh, in the group with uh, his daughter. And then my dad actually used to park his cars. He used to work at the country club that George would go to. And my dad would always park his cars. So that's a little funny, little funny tidbit. But I have not been able to meet George yet. But I am very excited to do so, hopefully, sometime in my lifetime. So go knock on his door, girlfriend. Right? Tell him, come on out. Let's sing. Listen. I, all right. So you're talking to a crazy person here. Okay? <laughs> I have... You have no idea. I have gone behind the scenes to almost every concert I've ever been to since I was in the in my 20s. I found out who the owners of the, the places were. Gave them a big smile and said, come on, you got to let me in. Whatever it <laughs> took, okay? No, I don't mean whatever it took. You know what I mean. Um... It was just my my crazy funniness, and they all were like, "All right." I mean, I but in in my town here in Hamilton, there was um, a big venue, and I actually did a show there a couple years ago. But even before I did that show, I knew the owner forever, and I went to one of the shows, and I said, "I know where the back is." So I go through the hallways and there's the owner and he just looks at me and laughs and I go, which door? And he goes, that one, Jer. And I bust the door open and the crew was at, the gang was in there, right? And they were changing their purple shirts. And I go, hello, boys. And they're, I, I go, listen, I need a photo with the purple shirts. And they cracked up and put them back on. Oh my goodness. Okay. So you ha listen, do it. Oh, I, I will say that me and my dad, for some reason, we always get backstage at every single concert that we go to. Somehow, we just talk up the sound guy. We talk up the person yes. who's, like, side stage. And just, I don't know. I guess we just have, like, those faces. They're like, okay, sure, come on in. <laughs> so, I would, this is what I would do if I were you. I would get one of your CDs together just for him. And I would show up and, and give it to him. And say, you're my fave. And even if you have to leave it with a note, with your number, trust me. Yeah, I mean, I will do it. You have to do it. You know who LeBron James is, of course, right? Basketball. Yeah, yes. Okay. So my grandson, he's 20 now, but when he was only 15, 14, um, he loved basketball. Great little white boy, you know, short little kid at the time. Now he's huge. 
Um, <laughs> my daughter takes him to Florida, and I didn't know this, but apparently everyone knew where LeBron lived. And uh, there's like this wall around his property, half wall and gates with a buzzer. They rent a car, and she takes him there. And he's going, Mom, no, Mom, no. And she goes, we have nothing to lose. And she rings the bell of the gate. Guess what? A little boy jumps over the wall and his head says, hi. And my daughter says, oh my goodness. swear to God. And my daughter goes, what's your name? LeBron Jr. Well, the grandmother was babysitting and my daughter sees this woman in a, in a dress, a house dress coming towards. She let them in. They, She knew they were harmless. She could tell my daughter and this little kid. And uh, they were on a cruise, so she was with the, with the kids. That's why this happened. And we've got the video of him playing in LeBron's court with the kids and talking, and it was an amazing thing, so do it. Wow, that's incredible. All that's right? really awesome. So get, get a CD together just for him and do it. All right, and then, I'm going to do it. And you let me know, girl. You let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll say it. This is because Jerry told me to That's do right, it. baby. That's right. So, all right, so now let's play I Love This Song, and you're going to have to really talk about what made you title it, I Hate You. Here we go. Traffic jam, boy, you late And I kept her at the hair salon So you don't have a plate I waited for you Now it's my turn to play you I don't mean to get political But you won't have my vote I don't care if you're a castaway You don't have a boat
comment I gotta ask, okay? I love the song. I love the title. What the heck? Tell us. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wrote this song with uh, Andrew Lane, who's out in California. He is just, like, incredible, platinum-selling, American Music Award-winning. He is just awesome. And we just wanted to write a fun little song that's kind of reminiscent of Before He Cheats, you know, by Carrie Underwood, but even funnier, you know, just kind of flipping things upside on its head, adding a little sarcasm to it. And we're like, why don't we just write a song called I Hate You? You know, <laughs> and so we just kind of started off with that and just randomly started throwing out, you know, little ideas here, this, that, and the other. And it's just, it kind of formed itself. And it, it's just one of those really fun songs that you right. can just throw on in the car and just blast and right. sing to the top of your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> well, it cheered me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good. I'm very glad. So... Have you met any incredible people um, and have you not met people that you still want to meet? Yeah, I mean, I've met so many incredible people over, you know, the course of these past 10 years that I've been doing this professionally that it's just, I mean, I met people, you know, of course, Demi Lovato, who I looked up to ever since I was a kid, you know, watching her on the Disney Channel and then it come in full circle, me being able to work with her. It's so cool, you know, listening to Pam Tillis growing up. I had maybe it was Memphis on repeat all the time when I was growing up and having, you know, an actual song out with her, which is just so cool. You know, I've met so many people that I look up to. I met Blake Shelton not too long ago. He is so nice and so kind and so intelligent. Um, Just different people like that that you just come across and you don't even plan for it either. You know, it just happens. You're like, wow, that's so cool. They were so cool. And you know, I met Amy Lee um, from Evanescence, who is one of my musical idols. She's incredible. She has an incredible voice, and um, meeting her was such a blast. But, of course, you know, I, there's so many people that I want to meet. Right. I want to meet Miranda. I have never met Miranda. I wear her clothes, but, you know, I've never met her. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it, but, you know, it's, it's still, you know, one of those uh, kind of things in progress. Of course, George. I'd love to meet George. I'd love to meet Clint Black. I look up to him so much. There's so many different people that I would love to meet, and not only just to meet, but to work with, for sure. So, let me ask you something. Your parents, did they ever listen to oldies? Do you know oldie songs? Yes, yes. Okay, good. Do you have, like, a favorite oldie song? Oh, man. See, that's the thing. I can never choose favorite songs of anything. I have one favorite song of all time, but after that, it's the lines are blurred. I have no favorites. I just love music. Okay. Like anything from rock to alternative to country to bluegrass to 17th century classical loop music. Oh, I love. <laughs> really? It's very vast. Yes. What's your favorite song of all time then? My favorite song of all time is Run by George Strait. Um, I've loved that song ever since I first heard it. And I think just the guitar, like the slide in it, it just kills me every single time. It never fails to make me cry. <laughs> but that is pretty much the only number one that I have. Other than that, it is fair game. I okay. I love music. I love music. That's like Elvis with me. I'm an Elvis fan. Um, oh, that's my dad. That's my dad. He absolutely loves Elvis. He thinks that Elvis is just the greatest thing since sliced bread. There you go. Um, and people, you know, have interviewed me about Elvis and all this, and they're always like, well, what's your favorite Elvis song? And I'm like, no, I have uh, Elvis categories, okay? Right. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like, okay, I have 80s country, okay, I have 90s country, <laughs> all right, and then let's go back even farther, you know, sort of thing. Like, it, it goes into these categories, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to choose. You're right. I have categories. That's great. So, I love your dad now, Even okay? So, he, great job, dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He loves his, uh, his E. Um, well then let dad know this. Um, I actually was honored with an interview. Uh, I've known about this gentleman for years and thought I was going to stay away from this with a 10 foot pole until I was actually sent court documents. Elvis Aaron Presley Jr. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And I got to interview him on RTR and I'll be interviewing him again on another network where we can be seen together on screen so let dad know that and my interview was out there and uh, I'll tag you in it so you can let him hear it okay oh yeah he loved that he fangirl yep okay baby what's your dad's name his name is Robert hello Robert welcome to the Elvis crew <laughs> <laughs> that's great so oh, yeah, he loves him so um all right so now I'm going to play look ahead and you wrote this as well and you'll talk about it once we play it here we go 
describing things and you know your take on things very mature <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I get that a lot yes. <laughs> I would say ever since I was around 16 years old um, a lot of people have always said you know oh you're so mature for your age like you're so well-spoken you're so this this that and the other and I mean I I just you know I just speak normally to how you know I think right. that I speak but uh, I, I hear that often so often yes I'm like really impressed with with the oh, way you're, you. yeah with the way you're articulating everything so beautifully thank you, thank done you. yes so you know what I'm thinking how about hitting us up with something incredible because I know you have a great voice how about some acapella I know I'm putting you on the spot but what do you think yeah I mean sure I'd love to do something acapella um I will probably let's start off I guess with uh, my song typical Texas girl it just came out a couple weeks ago and uh, let me just do like a verse or something from that do a few verses a few verses yes oh i'll just think of the whole thing all right (laughs) let's do it girl (laughs) all right okay like i said this is my song typical texas girl just came out uh, about a week and a half ago if i judge you like you judge me a pretty boy is all i see i'm feeling under Estimated, now I'm gonna lose all sanity. This is your 
Are you kidding me? Yes, I'm giving you a standing ovation. Okay? <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Right here on the Jerry Petito Show, RTR, Savannah Ray. Listen, that was magnificent. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope I didn't blow your ears out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? So let me ask you something. When you perform, do you ever do any acapella? Um, if we have technical difficulties, yes. <laughs> So, but I mean, I used to do choir a lot, so I love singing a cappella. Um, so I mean, it, it's it's a great time. It's a blast. <laughs> you know, just a suggestion. I mean, you know, just from knowing what we like to hear, you should always throw one in. I mean, I'm down. That would be real fun. <laughs> People love that. Yeah, I always think it'd be cool to do something like unmiked a cappella. Yeah, because this is why you know. I always like put people on the spot and there have been some incredible legends that won't do it. And they're like, no, no, no. So when the younger people do it for me and that beautifully, that shows your true talent and your courage and, you know, your self-worth with your voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. So you know what? I think I want to surprise dad with a little song here. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. for dad a little piece for dad oh he loved it he loved it (laughs) thank you thank you thank you thank you so sweetie what i'm gonna do is we're gonna talk a little more and i'm gonna play 
your typical Texas girl. Again, we opened with it and we're going to close with it, but we have time. So tell everyone how they can get in touch with you, reach out to you, get your music, what's up and coming, anything and everything you want your fans to know. Sure. So you can find me on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MySpace, whatever you use. It's at the Savannah Ray, just the Savannah Ray, R-A-E. And you can go to my website, thesavannahray.com. I have all my tour dates. I have my merch. I have anything you could possibly want is on my website. And we are just, you know, going and blowing with writing and recording lately. I have been in the studio so much, so much. Um, just kind of honing in on a new sound. We're definitely going more towards the country rock side of things, which I'm so excited about because those are probably my two favorite genres. And so we're just trying to, you know, Find somewhere in the middle, meshing the two, and I'm so excited. I've been uh, getting a lot of demos back from my producer that I'm so excited to let everybody hear as soon as I possibly can. I'm not sure what we're going to do with it because there's there's a decent number of songs, so I don't know if it's going to be you know singles, EP, album. We're crossing our fingers for maybe an album, so stay tuned for all that. I'm just, just ecstatic to be able to release that into the world. It's definitely some of my... Uh, Music that I'm most proud of, for sure, that hopefully I will be releasing before the end of the year. Fingers crossed everything, you know, works out, of course. This is the, the music industry. We'll see. But fingers crossed before the end of the year. And just uh, going in and blowing as much as I can on the road. Being on tour is one of my favorite things in the entire world. I always say if I could be on tour every single day, I totally would. I love it. It's just it's my favorite thing and I try to you know write a lot of upbeat songs too that are just such a blast to perform on tour as well so I love that high energy show you know and so it's a it's it's my favorite thing ever (laughs) my favorite thing ever um but yeah so that's just a little bit about what's on the horizon I'm very excited for all of these things hopefully uh you know everything stays open fingers crossed everything stays open that uh, we can get back out there well okay so you love touring, and, and of course, most musicians do, but that's because you're 22 that you want to do it every day, all day long. Great. Okay, so in 20 years, 30 years, okay, you might want to do it once a week. <laughs> right, yeah. Right now, I want to do it all every day, day long, all every day, day long. I love that. I yeah. love that. Maybe in, maybe in 30 years, I'll be like, all right, y'all, my back hurts. I need to take a week off. <laughs> that's so great. Um, we will reevaluate then. <laughs> uh, spell your website for everyone. The Savannah Ray, T-H-E-S-A-V-A-N-N-A-H, and then just Ray, R-A-E, dot com, okay. and that's it. Because when you say V, sometimes they're going to put the letter D. <laughs> I know, I know. T-H-E-V, Savannah Ray, um, Savannah like the city, Ray, R-A-E. Yes, there you go, babe. Just wanted to make sure. So. Yeah, I know, I know. It can kind of come off kind of weird sometimes, yeah. but <laughs> thank especially, you. Especially with your pretty accent, man. Um, oh, th- yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, uh, we got the Southern going on in here. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, tell me a little bit, be- before we close, tell me a little bit more about this um, country rock. Like, the sound you're really looking for. Yeah, so, very organic instrumentation. I'm a big guitar lover. I love guitar. Um, heavy guitar, lead guitar. I'm pretty sure I have at least a guitar solo in every single one of my songs, which is just such a blast to me. Like I said, country and rock are kind of just my two loves. They are my two favorites. They always have been. I'm very influenced, of course, by George Strait to Motley Crue. And <laughs> wherever That's I great. Am, you know, you'll, find, <laughs> you'll, find me, you'll find me in the middle of George Strait and Motley Crue. You know, it's, it's like Miranda Lambert with an edge it's Gretchen Wilson with an edge I've heard maybe some Shania with an edge with all this new stuff coming out it's just it's really cool you know it's very reminiscent of a lot of the Texas country artists lately the up-and-comers such as Co Wetzel you know Giovanni and the Hired Guns Pecos and the Rooftops all of these people that I'm kind of you know trying to be the female version of essentially you know that's so funny Motley Crue and listen I'm cracking up over here listening to okay like you're in the middle of that that's great I love it um, oh my gosh. I want to give a shout out to Remember Then Radio for this incredible platform. And I want to give a shout out, of course, to Steve and Angel, the owners. I want to give a sh- another shout out to Babalu for being my uh, tech guy here. Thank you for the sound check and all that. And Mikey the Baron, he's still hanging out in chat. I want to give a shout out to Ina. I want to give a shout out to Johnny. I want to give a shout out to everyone listening. Um, girlfriend, just so you know, 
my peeps have shared you all over the world. Okay. Oh, thank y'all so much. I yep. really appreciate that. You know, to, to be an independent artist in this day and age, that really means, you know, the world. I want to give them shout outs because they're listening. Ellie from Ireland, she's already shared it. Okay, we've got Limpy and AJ who don't even know each other. They're my friends in Australia. They've already shared it. They shared even the ads three times, okay? We've got <laughs> Shirley from Hong Kong. She's listening from her bed. It's three in the morning there now, okay? Anthony, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, Anthony from the UK. I mean, you are all over. And now um, my newest country, Africa, you are being shared to Nigeria, Wow, that's awesome. That's incredible. Okay, so just so you know, girlfriend. So I want to, first of all, before we close with your song, I want to say thank you to you. Um, This was a beautiful, beautiful interview. I know you're on a gig right now somewhere, correct? Yes, yes, I am. Can you tell us about that? I was just a little private get outside of Gatlinburg. Okay. So I'm very excited to be in Gatlinburg. You know, I've only been like maybe twice. So it's it's so pretty over here. And I want to thank you for taking the time moving away from the, the singing and going in a little quiet room for me to do this while you're gigging. I really, truly appreciate that, girl. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. You know, being a full-time touring artist, it, it gets kind of hard, you know, with the gigs and the scheduling yes. and whatnot. But thank you so much for being so patient with no. me and uh, allowing me on your incredible show. No, beautiful. I want to thank you. Your parents did a great job. Um, you're amazing. <laughs> you. You're amazing. Your voice is off the charts. Again, a shout-out to Paula Ann for the connection. Um, another superstar yes, yes, yes. in the happening, and you know that. You are definitely a superstar. So oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Before I, I close out with Texas girl, typical Texas girl for anyone that tuned in after we played it in the beginning, tell everyone a little bit about the, sh- the song again. And that's how we're going to close today's show. So I want to thank everyone out there for listening. Yeah. So typical Texas girl is actually one of probably my favorite songs that I've released. It is a song written by me, Britton Cameron, who has written for people like John Party and Dylan Carmichael, uh, my friend Jesse Isley, and country music legend Pam Tillis. We uh, kind of just all wrote this together. It was such a blast to be able to write, you know, with people of that have worked with people that I look up to, you know. And of course, Pam Tillis, listening to her as I've grown up, it was such a such a blessing to be able to experience. And I learned so much from that. And it wouldn't be typical Texas girl without the three of them, you know, contributing so much to the song. And um, yeah, so it's a, it's just a little song, you know, about I feel like sometimes Texas girls, we have a little bit of a stereotype, you know, where the we're all dressed in the nines, we're sometimes all the glitz and glamour and whatnot. And um, we kind of get a little stereotype of kind of judging us based off of what we look like but we're you know we're strong girls we are resilient we're hard workers we are just we're really really awesome awesome gals over there um sure you know we have the bigger the hair closer to god thing going on yeah you know we we love getting all dolled up but at the end of the day we are we're we're a really special bunch and so i wanted to kind of take that and turn it on its head a little of course in a sarcastic tone and you know there's definitely some uh, there's definitely some really really funny little uh, lines up in there but it's, it's such a it's such a cool song and i think it's almost even like an anthem you know for them texas girls out there and we wanted to write something really really cool like that and of course it leans into that country rock edge that i'm kind of going towards so uh, it, was, it was such a blast to write so blessed to be able to do that so beautiful i love texas girls and i love cowboys Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too. You and me both. All right, baby. All right.